Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. All right, welcome back to Training for Manhood. This is Dan Panetti, and I've got Will May with me again. We just finished an episode um, on um, developing, understanding um, a valuable work ethic. Um, and one of the things that, uh, that we were talking about was um, the wisdom and yeah. understanding these things. Uh, and so um, you had, you had um, put together the idea of like, let's, let's talk about wisdom. Yes. Um, both of us are, are teachers um, for our Bible fellowship classes. And so uh, we're actually both teaching through the book of Proverbs. Uh, and the book of Proverbs talks a lot about wisdom, the importance of wisdom, where to get wisdom, what wisdom is, um, what the opposite of wisdom, yes. <laughs> <laughs> folly. Uh, foolishness, right? The fool, which uh, which is like kind of a curse word, right? If yes. you're using it in Proverbs, like if you call somebody a fool, that's not a good thing. So it talks a lot about that. Um, but Will, welcome back to the program. That's right. Happy to be back. All right. So let's let's dive into wisdom. When you think about um, the idea and understanding of wisdom, um, here, here's what the first thought that comes to my mind is: um, the target audience for this, obviously, it's it's you know men of all ages. Mm-hmm. But my thought in putting this together was kind of a, a, as a young man, mm-hmm. right? That, you know, I always use, you know, that 24-year-old man as we're starting off, um, you know, kind of the, the aspect of life where now you're responsible and making decisions on your own, right? It's not, it's not your parents who are doing it. Um, you know, you're not in college. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're beginning your, your life, your career, your family, whatever it is. Um, that's kind of my, my target audience. Now, I think, you know, as I listen to this, I'm 52 and I'm learning things as I go. So I'm like, you know, this is valuable at any time. Mm-hmm. But when I think about the word wisdom, right, I think scripture gives you the idea that wisdom comes um, with some life experience, right, and kind of some gray hairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're talking to young guys about the importance of wisdom and thinking that, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get wisdom as I get older, mm-hmm. I would say, and, and you would hopefully agree, right, get wisdom as fast as you can. Absolutely. <laughs> don't don't Absolutely. wait for the only way to learn through life experience, right? Because life is kind of a weird teacher, right? She, you know, she kind of gives you the test first and then teaches you the lesson. That's right. Um, and I think if you can learn to value wisdom and pursue wisdom and gain wisdom at a young age, um, yes, as you get older, right, you get wiser because you have life experience. But that doesn't mean that wisdom can't be something that a young person can acquire. What would you say to that? Wow. Yeah. There, there's a lot that comes to mind. So we were about to do our last podcast and uh, we were talking about work ethic and we were going to talk about wisdom. And then we thought, you know, it'd probably be wise for us <laughs> to just talk about wisdom separately because there's so much to unpack. Yes. Um, Proverbs 23, 23 says, buy wisdom and never sell it. Also get instruction and understanding. And it's funny because um, I, I like, buy wisdom. That's right. And never sell. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you, hey, you can share it with other people. That's, that's but right. Do not get rid of. Well, it's it's also. It's, I mean, it's funny, you know, because I, I love personal finance. That's sort of a, a hobby and an interest, and where I read a lot of literature on. Okay. And you think about all these different investment tactics, and the Bible's investment tactics is to buy wisdom. Buy wisdom. Always be buying. Yes. Hit that buy button. So. Then you break down like what we've been talking about in Proverbs. What is wisdom? Yeah. And wisdom manifests itself in so many different ways. Yep. I think um, a good quote that, that is very on brand with what you just said that Billy Graham said. He said, 
Wisdom or, or knowledge is horizontal. Yep. So it's something that you get from others. Okay. Wisdom is vertical. It's drawn down from God. Yeah. So wisdom is so innate to God's character, it can only be acquired through the Lord and through scriptures. That's where that's where the foundation of wisdom starts. And um, cl- very clearly, Proverbs 1, 7 and throughout, it's a theme that's repeated all the time, is the necessity of the prereq to getting wisdom is by fearing the Lord. Okay, so break that down for a young person. Yes. Um, you know, th- that sounds like kind of some Christianese language. And, you know, if we're in the church, yes. it's like, oh, yeah, I totally understand what you're talking about. For yeah. those who may not be, sure. right, what, what does that mean? To get wisdom, I start with fearing the Lord, right? right? If, if that doesn't just resonate and just jump off the page at somebody, yeah. how would you explain that in a way that makes it... Yeah, right, kind of well, a different. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, it does because I mean that is as clear as it gets in Proverbs. It literally says that's the key. But what I would say is, you think about one of the the biggest sin struggles in most men is pride. Yeah, right. Yeah, and pride is fundamentally saying, "I think I know what's best." There you go. Right. Yep. What wisdom is is it's acknowledging your own brokenness, your own humility, and saying, "I do not know what's best." And so in the context of Proverbs, it starts by fearing the Lord and putting you in a position to say, what does the Lord say yeah. is the way that I should live? Yeah. But then that spills over into other areas of your life. You think that you may know the right way to, to communicate with your wife. Um, wisdom would be saying, hey, I am humble enough to know that I may not know every ounce of how my wife wants to be communicated. Mm. And so I could A, ask my wife that. Yep. I could B, ask other men how they have handled yep. loving their wife through communication. I could read wonderful books that are available around communication, counseling. There's so many different things. So I think putting yourself in that position of permanent coachability yep. and being open to receiving feedback is is where I so think that, the proverb starts. Yeah, that's a great concept, right? Because fear of the Lord doesn't mean... Um, that I'm only going to get things by, you know, opening up scripture and reading it. It really is putting you in a position to say, I don't know everything, so Mm -hmm. I'm willing to learn, Mm -hmm. right? And and asking God for him to bring that instruction along, right, whether it's through his word, which is the simplest way, um, or whether it's through experience in life. Um, I was thinking about, I I was listening to um, a sports radio talk show um, with a a guy who was, you know, drafted years ago as a quarterback, and, and he's one of the biggest you know, failures, one of the biggest life busts because he got in the NFL, his life, you know, tanked. He ended up in prison, <laughs> right? I mean, it's like, you know, it's wow. like, yeah, his life, as it spiraled down, it just it just kept on going. Um, and so they were talking to him, right? He's now at a, at a much different place in life. I think he's probably a believer in, in just listening to the way that he's, he talked about things. But one of the things that he said was he, he has a, um, a council of men, right? An accountability group that he runs all major life decisions through. Wow. And the, the guy interviewing him was, was fascinated by that concept. He's just like, you're, so you're telling me, right? You're a 40-year-old man and you can't make a decision on your own without asking some other guys. He, like, he was fascinated by that concept. Yeah. Right? It sounds like you're a little kid. Yes. And this guy said, it was so great. He said, I've already done life on my own, <laughs> right? And look where it got me. Yeah. He goes, so I don't mind saying in all humility, I need some help as I go through life. And I think that, that when I say, what does the fear of the Lord looks like, look mm-hmm. like? To me, it's that first question, yeah. right? Do you have everything figured out? Or do you need help in understanding things? That's right. Right? And if you say, hey, I need help in understanding things, the greatest place to go to is the one, obviously, who created it all. Yes. The one who is the author and perfecter, because I love that, you know, that Absolutely. title. The author Absolutely. and perfecter. Both. He's done it. 
right? He's done it well. You want temptation, right? Jesus is the only one who has actually withstood temptation, yes. right? The yeah. rest of us have all failed. Yep. He's the sure. only one who didn't fail. Sure. He's the only one who didn't. So, so if you want to fight temptation, right? What did Jesus do? Learn, listen, pay attention. And I think that concept of, right, when you place yourself in that position, you say, okay, I want to learn wisdom. It is, it is that first admission that I don't know everything. That's right. Step one. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, I think to tie it to scripture and, and that story about that football player, you know, that would be Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Yes. There's a, in, gen, in general, you know, what we've talked about is that Proverbs, they're not, they're not exact promises. Exactly. The promises of God. They're are, principles. Yes. Promises of God are ironclad. Alan Jackson, we can stand on the promises of God, <laughs> right? But these Proverbs are general principles for yeah. how we live our life. Yeah. I think, though, if you look at Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, to that, you know, it's, it's the formula for how you can make decisions. My wife and I, whenever we've made big decisions, whether it's where we should live, where we should send our kids to school, right. what we should do for a job, we right. say, okay, first we'll run off, it through this filter. am I trusting the Lord yep. with all my heart? Well, re- read it. Okay. you have it handy? I don't have it handy, but i got to memorize. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Yes. So you say, okay, there's three conditions. Trusting the Lord with all your heart. Uh, leaning not on your own understanding. That's seeking godly counsel for right. other people. That's right. And then it's acknowledging him and giving the glory and everything that's happening. And if you do those three things, he's going to direct your paths. Yep. And sometimes the Lord is very clear you should, you should go down this path. Sometimes he gives us choice, right? And uh, sometimes we uh, learn from our mistakes yep. and uh, we yep. course correct. Yep. So, so I, actually, yeah. it's funny. I was just teaching on that particular, right? In my version, it says he will make your path straight. straight. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I love it because, you know, when people think about he'll make your path straight, right? To, the first thing that jumps off the page to me when I read that is straight. Straight where, right? And, and the concept is, is like sometimes it's straight up, mm. <laughs> right? Mm. It's like... You know, your path may be straight. I don't need you to veer to the right or to the left. God is directing you in this particular area, but it's not going to be easy. Yes. It's not going to be straight it's downhill. It's still a hill. Yeah, right. you're still be, running uphill. You're, you're, going to, you're going to be going uphill. So so following the Lord and his direction in your life doesn't mean, oh, this is an easy path. Sure. Get in here and let's roll down it together. That's Sometimes right. it means following the Lord, right? I've got to climb this particular hill Right, there's work to be done. There's effort to be put in. That's right. right? But I'm I'm following the Lord in, in pursuing this. But I, I love I love where you started because that th- you know that Proverbs three verse. Oh, it's amazing. So important. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Trusting the Lord. Right. Leaning yeah. not on your own understanding. You can be smart yeah. and not wise. Yeah. And that's a huge difference. I've met lots of people in my life as I've gone through, brilliant people, mm. smart people, right, successful people from the world standards. Right, and then you kind of peel back the layer a little bit, and you go, "Oh my goodness, they are foolish." Foolish, and and you see the destruction that they've left and the wake behind them in so many things that unfortunately are super important, but because they didn't have the wisdom to prioritize those things, they've succeeded in one area and they failed in the things that are really important. Yeah, well, there's there's clearly you know there's plenty of examples of people that have been ultra successful and they have lots missing in their life, yeah. right? I think it was Troy Aikman after he won this, one of his Super Bowls. He basically said, like, what else, like, what now am I trying to do? Yeah. And, you know, you, you see if you don't have that wisdom supplemented with all of your achievements, with all of your ambitions, then you're going to wind up in a position where you're you're lacking. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I've got a pastor I listen to. He always talks about the um, – if you learned everything in school, right, got a 4.0, you know, through high school, through college, through your doctorate degree, right, does that guarantee you success in life? And the answer is no, no not on everything, <laughs> right? You may be financially successful, yeah. 
right? But in, in the other areas of life, the other decisions of life, right, just being smart doesn't help. So wisdom super important. Now, we talked about, right, the start of acquiring wisdom, yep. right, would say, right, would be the fear of the Lord. How else, how else do you get wisdom? Yeah, so I think that you start through that. I think that the second one is that you, you pursue, and you were mentioning this briefly, but you pursue other godly men who you can imitate, who you can learn from. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a difference between, I think, especially for young men, I would characterize it like in the working world, for example, you are very low in what I would call attendance. You haven't been in the working world very long. Sure. But if you're, if you're wise and you approach other men and learn from their life experiences, you can actually be decently high in experience yeah. despite being immature. Yeah. I'll give you a great small example of that. I, whenever I was trying to figure out exactly what industry I wanted to go into, I kind of knew the general business, maybe sales event. But one of the things that my dad did was he said, hey, let's go meet with other men that I know or that I've met um, you know, in all these different industries. Right. So for one summer, every week, for 10 weeks, we met different men. Some that were in medical sales, some that were in life insurance sales, some that were in hardware, some that were in software. And we asked them just a whole host of questions. Yep. What do you like about your job? What do you not like? If you didn't do this, what would you do? You know, what, what, all, all these things. And then that gives you a profile. It's like, hey, I've never worked in medical sales, but I understand that maybe there's some things I wouldn't like about that or that jive with my personality. Right. Type. And uh, so part of it is, is just paying attention and, and learning from other men. Then I think after that, it's about having real accountability and discipleship in your life. Yep. Um, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing how important it is to have men who you can be open and vulnerable with and that are willing to speak the truth and love to you, like what Ephesians says, to, to, to point you in the direction that you need to go. Yep. And um, I think that if you're doing those things, like, right, you've kind of got the big godly decision-making template of trusting in the Lord, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. But then if you're being disciplined and you've got people holding you accountable, you've got a lot of freedom to to live your life. You know, the Lord the Lord gives us a lot of flexibility in the sense of what we're able to do. Yeah. All things are permissible, but not yeah. all things are lawful. So I think if you're doing those things right, then that opens up. Um, well, I, I love that you've given... Um, and this is this is a, a, for me for young men especially finding older men mm. uh, that you can ask questions. We talked about sign of intelligence before, where right? yes. the ability to ask a good yes. question. Um, but so you know, uh, with my two boys who are in college right now, right? One of them wants to go into sales, yes. uh, and so we're starting the conversations about you know who are the different people who are in sales and what do they do and what yep. are they like. So the same yep. thing that you did. Wonderful. Uh, the other one wants to go into a totally different field, so we're starting to find people right who are in that and asking a lot of questions and getting you know right. that that direction in life. So I, I think that's a great thing. I always tell people, um, find people that you look at and see and say, hey, they're successful. Now, they may not be successful in everything, sure. and that's fine. Um, but if they're successful at business, right, go learn some business from them. If yes. they're successful in running their family, go ask them questions about how are yeah. you running your family. If they're successful, right, learn from it. Yes. Right. And then, you know, you, you take not only, as you said, kind of where you are, but you've added the years of experience from somebody else, and, and they're giving you, hey, here's some shortcuts, here's some, ins- yeah. you know, here's some things you can do, and here's, right? and all of a sudden, right? You're like, you don't even have to experience all those things. You've learned from somebody else's experience. Yeah, that's right. Incredible. And, and even people that aren't believers, people love talking about themselves. Sure. People love yeah. sharing what they wish they would have done differently. Yeah. Like it's amazing, yeah. and, and I found that that's such a way that you can approach very successful people. Yes. Is say, hey, I'd love to have the opportunity to learn from you. And they're in a position to say, hey, yeah, maybe I'm not a full-time mentor, but I'll give you this advice right so here. So I was just talking to a friend about this, and we were laughing because he's like, have you ever heard the story about the guy who did that for Warren Buffett? Mm. And I was like, no. And some, some kid wanted to learn how to invest, yeah. and so he just kept on asking, you know, hey, I'd love to meet with you. I'd love to find it, right? And he ended up having a lunch 
Yeah, I, you know, probably a Dairy Queen while yeah, drinking right. Coke with Warren Buffett. <laughs> yeah. Warren Buffett asking <laughs> it. I was like, oh, my goodness. Amazing. But it's, it's amazing if you're a young person and you're just starting off. Sure. Right, you know, find the guy who's 60, 70 years old who's super successful and say, hey, can I take you to, you know, can I take you and get a cup of coffee? Show up with a pen and a notebook and a bunch of good questions. Yeah. And people would love to share wisdom and experience with you. Yeah. Right? So if you want wisdom, yeah. right, ask for it. Yeah, I think absolutely. The, absolutely. The Bible, the Bible says, <laughs> you know, you want wisdom? Ask, ask for it. it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think, I think also, important. too, and this starts to get into maybe some more, you know, non-biblical but very practical Proverbs. There's one that has resonated with me for for a long time now, and it's this quote. I don't really know who said it, but it said, most people listen, few people execute, champions make habits. And so I think in the context of, it starts with, of course, being open to feedback, asking good questions, learning from other people. But then if you listen to them, if you actually try it, and then if you're actually willing to make habits around it, Holy smokes, that changes the game for you. And Aristotle said that we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not a single act, but a habit. And again, it comes back to the need of making God-honoring habits, the need of making practical habits. And that, I think, is is wisdom, where it makes it to where a lot of the decision-making day-to-day is not having to be reimagined or re-engineered because you know what's your routines, what's your path for success, et cetera. Yeah. So I love, uh, yeah, I my, love those my, two practices. Yeah, my favorite book, Thomas Watson, right, The Godly Man's Picture, he talks about that idea of not judging a person um, based on one particular, you know, thing that you've seen, but mm-hmm. kind of a, a lifetime of something. Wow, yeah. But he's also like, you know, evaluate yourself on that. Um, don't, don't lie to yourself, right, because you look in the mirror and you've had a good day, right? He's kind of like, you know, evaluate you know, the, the lifetime yeah. um, and kind of, you know, evaluate the year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think we, we yeah. look at, you know, we look at David in the Bible and, you know, as God says, here's a man after my own heart. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, murderer. Yeah, what chapter are we looking at, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, no, no. Right? Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes. That's a great point. But what do you do when you're confronted with those mistakes? And then have that same view for how you treat and interact with other people. You know, yes. your your perception windows of Amen. people gets increasingly limited the more people that you interact with. Yes. And, yeah, just saying, okay, who's this person over the long tail versus yeah. did they wrong me in this one instance? Yep. Yeah. yeah, very, very good. I'll give you uh, two other quick practical proverbs that I like. Love it. This one's a great one. This is from my strength and conditioning coach in high school. Do it right, do it light, do it wrong, do it long. Okay. So, of course, it's, it's fairly self-explanatory, but it's amazing whenever you think about working out, when you think about different processes, there's things that are available for shortcuts. Yep. And a lot of times, the shortcut is actually a long cut. Yes. Right? Oh, wait, uh, say, say, so, say, so, it, say it again. Say it again. Because, so, I mean, young people, I, can I just tell you, the one thing that the, I think a lot of kids learn in school, right, is, is how do I take a shortcut? Yes. Right, and they take a shortcut in their education, mm. which I'm like, that doesn't—it doesn't make any sense to me. Right, <laughs> the only person you're shortcutting is you. Is yourself. Right, yeah. so you know, kids. I ask kids about you know reading a book. And they're like, oh no, you know, I read the you know, Spark, Spark Notes, Notes or whatever. Like, sure. So you read somebody else's opinion of a book that you've never read. Yes. You don't even know if. I mean, obviously they're getting paid to read it and getting paid to do it. Right. <laughs> so you're assuming, right? But oh, I'm yeah. like. What did you get from it? Yeah. Right? It's like, well, you know, this is what, you know, some person that I don't even know wrote about what they got oh, yeah. from it. And I was like, that's okay. You don't want to do that. No, absolutely not. Right? Yeah, don't, do, don't, right? Do the hard work. So say it again. Do it right. Do it light. Do it wrong. Do it long. And I think so that's good. just, it's, ama- it's amazing to see so how good. that Sounds like we're going to make t shirts so on that. Yeah. Absolutely. Training I'm for a, manhood t shirts. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. Training for manhood. And it's, it's yeah. I, I was wired as a, as a, you know, high schooler and as a college kid on, what is the minimum amount of work I need to do to get the maximum output, right? Okay. So I was kind of like, what is the, mo- the littlest amount of work to get the highest grade? And um, that was, you know, 
that was, I think, I would credit some of that as efficient, efficiency, some of that as laziness. But then it's amazing how you do realize that just short changes yourself. You yep. just make it to where, okay, you're effective for that one class, that one grade, that one test, whenever what you're trying to learn through education is A, how to learn. Yes. And then B, you know, it's ultimately things that you are going to carry with you. And it's amazing how many things actually do come back from your schooling. It's like, oh, yeah, I actually would like to know. I'd like to remember what The Great Gatsby is about. You know, there's a movie coming out. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. good. No, I love that. Um, what else? Any other pithy? I got, I got one more one for more, you. I love it. And this is a great one. A good? Don't complicate a ham sandwich. Okay. So this would be the, um, the Dwight Schrute version of Keep It Simple Stupid. Yes. I think a, a lot of times in life we try and over-process, over-engineer, when in reality we just need to, to do, do what's in front of us. Yeah. My, my dad yeah. would say he has this phrase, touch it once, which is meaning whenever you get tasks, can you do them in one sitting? Rather okay. than what most people do is they kind of see a task, they put it off, they wait, and then they build up this big task list, and they go through it all. When in reality, if you can just handle stuff in batches as they come in, you know, if it's a, if it's a low effort task, get it done. So I think sometimes with work, with, uh, with chores, with parenting, sometimes you need to just remind it, hey, I don't need to complicate a ham sandwich, meaning I just need to keep this as simple okay. as, as okay. possible. So to go. My, my wife right now, she's listening to this. And she loves ham sandwiches. You know, she's, <laughs> she's laughing, right, because um, she's like, I hope... I hope Dan's listening. Um, because oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> right. We're getting I, conviction well, right I, here. I, I complicate washing the dishes. Yes. Okay? Oh, my. Um, oh yeah. I love, the system of I love washing the dishes. I don't like drying the dishes and putting them away. Yeah. And my wife is always the, what is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's one extra step, right? So right. I wash the dishes, and I leave them over here, right, on the stovetop to dry. That's right. And she's like, like, Put them, dry them, put them away. I don't understand. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't get it either. Like, it's just, it's just like, there. It's well, just I've got, there. I've just got a little bit of OCD. So sometimes I get particular about where they sit in the dishwasher, et cetera. And it's it's well, okay, amazing. That's a, that's that's a, whole, a whole other show. Problem. Yeah, that's a whole other problem. You guys didn't there. know you were joining our confessions. Yeah. We've got a lot to say. No, but, but I, do, I do love the, the wisdom, right, of being able to evaluate a particular situation, right, see it for what it is. Mm. Um, do it, get it done, accomplish it, right? Don't complicate the ham sandwich. Yeah. Just just get That's it right. done. Try, try not to, in a sense, the overthinking concept, you, you're right, it, it doesn't mean don't be, right, we're talking about wisdom. Yes. It doesn't mean don't be wise, yeah. right? But it is saying wisdom doesn't necessarily complicate things as much as taking complicated things and make them, them. simple, yeah. right? That's yeah. a, that's a and huge that's why part pro- of life. That's why Proverbs, I mean, look, you've got, Ecclesiastes, Job, and Proverbs mm. that really all combine for a full view of wisdom. Amen. And you understand the, 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 the full picture, I think, of what God intends us to know. But Proverbs, there's so many, so many amazing verses. You know, he who refreshes will himself be refreshed. Yes. Okay, how do I go love other people well? You know, iron sharpens iron, right? Those are simple quotes you can remember. It's like, I don't, I don't need to overcomplicate this. I need to be with godly men, yep. right? That's yep. it. Yep. Now, is that in a... Small group, is that in a Friday morning men's breakfast? Is that me listening to training for manhood? Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. It's just do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't complicate the ham sandwich. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Any last words of advice on wisdom for our guys? I think that, that that's really it. You know, I'd end with um, Alistair Begg says, Proverbs is godliness and working clothes. Mm. This is our way of, of taking it. And uh, I'd come back to that, that phrase of most people listen, few people execute, champions make habits. There's probably things that you listen to or that you're reading you know you need to turn them into a habit. Yep. So don't just listen to it and file it away. Yep. Actually try making some incremental yep. life change. Let me throw one thing about the book of Proverbs in case somebody's going to say, um, hey, I want to read that. Yes. People will tell you, okay, read the book of Proverbs. There's 31 Proverbs. Yeah, read, chapter read a day. Right, read a chapter a day. I'll, I'll say this. 
start with that, that's fine, okay? But each chapter <laughs> in the book of Proverbs is not a story mm. and it doesn't flow. Oh, yeah. Right? It's not like chapter 7 deals with you yes. know, this particular issue. It, right? is a, it is a scatter plot. It is you're a, trying <laughs> to make the regression line. Yeah. I'm trying you're to understand. Like, what in the world are we talking about? So I would, I would say this. I would say, you know, you might, you know, might want to start that way. Um, but um, look at Proverbs as, one, there's different topics, right? Yeah. You can bounce around the yeah. book of Proverbs and say, what does Proverbs say about money? What does Proverbs say yeah, about work? Absolutely. What does Proverbs say about family? What is pro- right? And do that. That's, that's great. Um, but then sometimes just sit in a proverb, mm. right, for a month. Mm. Uh, and I know some people may be like freaking out, like, you know, but yeah. I mean, sit in Proverbs, you know, 12 for a month and just digest it over and over and over yeah. again and, and look so how much you can learn. So, Well, I mean, when, when it comes to God's word, there is so many different ways and we're so blessed to have yes. lots of mediums to consume it. Yes. I think that the, the seasons of my life where I've really not just read, but actually made habits and the Holy Spirit has enacted life change in me is whenever I go deep yes. and in, 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 a, in a smaller sec- yep. section. In so, yep. I mean, you know, you Marinate could take, in it. That's right. You could just take, you know, a, a book like First John, five chapters, read that every day for 30 days. Yes. It's amazing how the, the Holy Spirit will start to change that. So I think with Proverbs, it's great. Advice. Good, good. Awesome, awesome. Good, good. Will, appreciate the time. Appreciate it, Dan. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training4manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.